Modern Black Man Podcast. Hey! Hey, hey. Welcome to another episode of Modern Black Man Podcast. This week, I am joined by one of the funniest individuals that I know. Um, one of the um, most well-rounded people that I know as well, Miss Kendra Crump. Thank you. I like that. One of the funniest. Did y'all hear that? That means I trump all y'all. All of y'all. I love that. Put that barbecue, that that Polynesian, and that that honey mustard sauce on on on, on me. I love that, honey. I love it. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, I might be joined uh, with T from Tea Time, but um, this is a topic that I'm really excited to. Get. from psychology today um, for our topic, and I really want to delve into this one. So. Um, Trust is what we're going to be talking about. And trust or the belief that someone or something can be relied on to do what they say they will. That's our definition of trust. Um, It's a key element of social and romantic relationships. Um, How do you feel about that definition of trust? I feel like the definition of trust, um, I never knew what it really meant you know, um, until stumbling upon it myself. And I realized that, uh, you know, your, your trust can be broken at a very early age and you don't realize it's broken until a certain event happens into your life and it replays back and you're like, oh yeah, everything makes sense now. So, you know, um, during the peak of my heartache, I think that a lot of people told me to address childhood trauma, like and mm-hmm. I definitely think that there's um, huge lessons in going back and looking at the first uh, or those seminal moments that shape us and our perception. I couldn't agree with that point anymore. Um, I know that I have, um, you know, traumas that I recollect in going through all these things that just help me uh, reaffirm where I'm leading, you know, what life um, do I want for myself? I know as a young man, I put together an idea of how I wanted my life to go. And I think it is this foundation of trust that we're talking about that really guided me. Um, I think trust uh, and and having um, stability or reliability in life um, starts... um, as a value when you're younger, I think when we're um, developing, I think that's when we start as, you know, figuring out what really matters in this big game of life. And I think that our tastes change over time, but I think that foundation of trust starts um, at childhood as well. When was the very first time you remember having your heart broken, <laughs> whether it be a man, woman, friend, whomever? An animal. Animals can break your heart, too. Honestly, two two things really stick out to me. Um, I'll be so uh, transparent. I remember losing my imaginary friend, my absolute best friend in the entire world. Um, I don't know. Um, and then my father, um, he left, and I think he was gone for about a year before I even realized it. And then um, he kind of played that game 
that, um, you know, one foot in, one foot out game. So you think you have your father and you kind of rely on um, somebody to be in your life, a parent, and seeing that they're not there. Um, and it hurts uh, or hurt. And I think that was my first heartbreak um, because I knew my pops was gone. Like he, he wasn't really in our lives, you know, um, not like he, I don't think he necessarily did anything wrong. He just um, made a decision for himself where he would be happy. And um, I think that's where our foundations or identification um, of certain trust models is peaked um, through, like you said, our heartbreaks and just these, these early moments. So um, I, I definitely think that it's critical. Um, and T just joined us. Uh, we about to get T. We about to get real deep. So I want to um, introduce you real quick, and I'm going to um, review um, the definition of our topic of discussion. But post T has just joined us. Hey T. Hey y'all. Hey. <laughs> hey T. Hey camera. So we just we just we actually define trust. <laughs> from psychology today and trust is defined as trust or the belief that someone or something can be relied on to do what they say they will. That's our definition of trust today. Um, We kind of started hinting at childhood trauma because that's usually our um, earliest um, forge of identity um, and resiliency uh, and handling uh, breaks of trust. Um, do you remember your first heartache? The first time you Ooh. felt this way? I definitely remember the first heartache. That's for sure. Um, I was older, though. I wasn't um, that young. I was 19. And mm. the ju- the judge broke us up. So, oh wow! Okay, okay. <laughs> he, he had to go away, you know, for some time. He was involved in some things. I understand. That's heartache, uh, <laughs> and I'm and I, I I hear that definitely. That's loving somebody, and it just not um, being available or relying on somebody that won't be there. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It was rough because, you know, at 19, you don't know how to deal with that kind of thing. So I did the whole I went to visit him for about a year. I did that and it just got to be too much, you know. So I had to unfortunately, I just had to let it go. Like, I'm like, this this is not the life that I want to live at 20 years old. So, yeah. How was it? How was it starting to be too much? What was it about? The, was it getting too expensive or what? Or were your family saying like? nitpicking saying things to you in your ear saying why you keep on visiting that boy she might not have heard you t are you can you hear me are you there t can you hear me oh okay much better you had when i was like oh it's something was it me um i was asking you i said how did it become too much was it getting too expensive coming to see him putting money on his books or was your family having things in your ear saying like why are you visiting that boy no 
it was more so it was mentally draining. So the drive is six hours, you know, that's Whoa. right. Wow. Exactly. You know, so the drive was six hours, you know, and that was in itself, you know, a thing. My dad understood, you know, our relationship. So he didn't really trip on it. My mom, of course, hated it. But, you know, my dad would pay, you know, for me and my brother or whoever was going with me. I never went alone, you know, so he would pay for our hotels because, you know, after that, you you just, you got to stay where you at, you know, so it just was becoming that. And then it was just like, you know, my friends are going out and stuff like that. And I'm at home waiting for the phone to ring, you know. I think I lost you for a second. Are you still there, T? I hear you. You there, Kendra? I'm here. I'm still here. Can you hear her? I can't hear T. I'm hearing the same thing that you're hearing. I can't hear her. I think we're going to move forward. Uh, we'll keep her part of the conversation. Um, she was making some good points, and I was about to make a little transition. Um, Steve, if you can hear us, uh, I want to keep you on the conversation where we are going to talk about other elements of trust. Um, I, I'll tell you, I have a situation. Um, in this situation, the lady on the other end of it has no... <laughs> no limits, no boundaries. She's open and free and does whatever she likes, but she wants to, I don't know, get what she claims is respect for me and uh, how I move and how I operate. Um, can y'all hear me? Hear, we can hear you now. Oh, Lord. Okay, let me go out and come back in because I think what's happening is my screen locks and I think that's what's kicking me out. Okay. All right, see you in about 30 seconds. (laughs) Give her a few seconds to get back on and hold my thought. But I just think that that uh, trust thing is one that we all have issues with, and uh, it can be all so simple. So hopefully, in this conversation, we can maybe see places where we can grow and enjoy the benefits of trust Mm because I I think the when T gets back on I want to ask her about that because I I certainly desire to get on the positive side of this one because the negative side is so ugly and we'll probably spend a lot of this conversation um, reviewing um, negative sides of trust people that violated our trust or didn't uh, assign any responsibility to take care for us. Mm-hmm. There's T. Okay, maybe this will work. It sounds like it. Okay, um, I'm doing it from my browser. We Look, we're going to see what happens. Because <laughs> I can't log into Anchor because, you know, it's going to pull up my Anchor, so. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, here's the question I, I was telling Kendra. I was uh, waiting for you to come back because I want to get y'all response from this. Mm-hmm. Do you want a relationship? Do you want a trusting relationship? You want me to answer that? 
<laughs> I want both of y'all to answer that. Um, and t- I, want, I, want, I want you to tell me, because uh, I know you have a, uh, a strong relationship, uh, how you're able to maintain trust. So um, do you, tell me, why do you want a trusting relationship? It's required. For me, peace of mind is everything. So that's that's a deal breaker for me. I don't do drama. I don't do all that crazy stuff. So, you know, I've been there, done that. You know, and I think I'm just at an age where I just want, I'm like Al Green. I just want love and happiness, right? So um, I think for me, you know, I just try to keep things easy you know um as time goes on we've learned that you can't harbor feelings you might not want to speak right at the moment but what you can't do is let things continue to build up and build up and build up and faster so you know communication mm-hmm. is definitely key but trust is everything like I tell anybody my husband is my best friend like I you know we key key you know if I'm mad, I'm mad, you know, so that's, that just works for us, you know, but I know everybody isn't like that, you know, I still have my girlfriends, of course, you know, stuff, obviously, you know, I ain't gonna talk to them about every single thing, you know, but that's just the relationship that we've cultivated, but we also started as friends first, too, so, which can be a blessing and a curse at the same time, but that's a whole nother episode. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, but you you nailed it with the trust thing. You said that um, if you don't have the trust, you it, you can't have anything. It's an absolute deal breaker. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. I mean, it it is what a relationship is. It's what you come to the table for, and I think we get lost in, uh, especially in dysfunctional relationships, because what you're chasing isn't trust. It's not peace. It's that one thing. It's what's in front of your face. Um, but Kendra, um, why yes. do you want a trusting relationship? I definitely agree with what T says. She made some really, really great points. Um, if you ha- don't have trust, there should be no relationship. Like I don't, I don't have time to sit here, go through your phone. Mm. Okay. I don't want to sit here and then have a dream that you cheating on me. So now I got to beat you over the head in your sleep. You know, women be crazy, man. I'm like, what is with that? And don't you, you put your hands on him and you wonder, well, he put his hands on me. Like, I agree. you started yeah. first. Like when I, when I was watching a uh, baby boy and how Taraji like pimps up <laughs> Jody and uh, oh my goodness, you put your hands on me. You say you wouldn't do that. He, you put your hands yeah. on him first. Like I don't want to. No, I don't want to have to end up in no type of court. I don't want to <laughs> have to have have to sit here and get a uh, subpoena. Like I don't want to be a dysfunctional type couple right. where you know the only thing that's keeping us together is like exactly. the relations. Right. And sad to say, a lot of people will just sit here and be in a relationship just because because the person makes them feel good and they know their relationship is toxic. Like, you know, I know it's really toxic to me to sit here and be arguing butt-ass naked. Who does that? Y'all naked! Hey, what? I, oh, come on now. I see y'all I've never I'm had a relationship Right. I don't want to argue with oh, them. Oh, <laughs> come on. But you got people out there who argue when they yeah. naked. You got people who will sit here and block each other off of everything and they laid up in the bed together. What is that? Like, you have... I, 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 I know... um. 
girlfriend of mine who literally she said oh, that she has like started cheating on her boyfriend at the time because he wouldn't you know give her sex and she had a very high sex drive she's like it was so crazy how once they moved in together he wasn't doing it with her that much but before they got together they were doing it all the time which i still don't understand why but anyway so she said that it got to a point where he knew that she was cheating she knew he was cheating but they just made sure that they weren't ever gonna bring the women or the man in front of each other's face and i'm like bro like what type of relationship is that they have you know the the lock on the phone no like my my phone the only reason my phone is locked right now is because just well, I, you know, I don't really know the really, really real reason why my phone is locked right now, but I mean, I'll figure out a reason eventually. Not because I have somebody, but I'm sure there's a good reason why my phone has a lock on it, you know. But with all that being said, it's like I feel like if you don't have any type of trust, you need to just go ahead and and just hoe well your the rest of your life. That's all I have to say. I don't want to be a hoe though, but Kendra, I want to talk about uh, the point you just <laughs> made because it was right on point. Like. Uh, I'm in that situation myself um, where your relationship is so non-existent um, that you're just more or less bringing people that you're dating to someone that you've dated because the dating between you all has ceased and it's Mm -hmm. miserable. It's not cool. It's not fun at all, but um, it's that it's an excuse of trust. Uh, In my experience, that person is trying to say that they don't trust me. However, in my estimation, approximation of things, I'm certainly the trustworthy partner and I'm the committed partner. So I know that Mm -hmm. that's just, you know, uh, game, which is what people do. uh, You might call it gaslighting, uh, whatever you want to call it. But when people resort to those kind of tactics, it's for the strategy. And that's what I want to understand in our conversation is why is it that people have destroyed trust perverted trust so bad in our relationships what's the point where we're getting in scenarios like you just laid out (laughs) um i think i think it's because of the fact that um this starts from home Mm -hmm. there's a lot of stuff that people are so they're so it's like that's all that they know they they grow up in a, a you know a lot of people's household. There are some things that people should not do. That like for example, arguing in front of the kids. When did that become acceptable for you to argue in front of the kids? Or I've had people tell me, oh yeah, like uh, somebody one of they they mom or dad's like side pieces called the house and said, oh this is your uncle Ronnie, but it really wasn't no uncle Ronnie. They just said, hey let me speak to your mama. Like that was the cover up type thing. <clears throat> right. Uh but it's like this is what this I feel like it could be a couple of things. Number one, this is learned behavior. Number two, this also could be um the enemy. Oftentimes, you know, the, I I you know, growing up in the church, one thing I would hear all the time is the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Yes. You know, and so with that being said, the enemy more times not, you know, implants implements these type of things into people you know for them to act this way like i don't i don't know if you've ever come across or dated somebody where you realize man i was dating a whole demon this person was really a demon listen i've never dated anybody and experienced that until recently and i mean i'm convinced (laughs) because she has nothing to give me 
So I know that that's from the devil. Right? Not even sex. She's not even giving that you know, greatly. Uh, so it's just oh. like, <laughs> you know, it's like all you want to do is kind of torture me, and I don't understand where or why that. When did you when did you first realize that there were issues? Honestly, when did you not not like okay, you know how sometimes we're oblivious to, to the signs. When did you honestly first realize that there were some issues? I don't want there? you to judge me, so I have to do that. No, you're f- listen, this is a judgment free zone. I ask years. these I questions because I want ago. you to be open and transparent, doggone it. Years ago. Um and um I How long how long have y'all been years. seeing each other? Okay, so within the first year, like you would say first month? I think that's all we had was um no, we had we literally had two two or three months, right? And then it was three mm-hmm. months. Um I remember two months in there was a little slight, slight hiccup. Um and then was it an eyebrow razor or was it a red flag? Because you can get over eyebrow razors, but not really red flags. Wow, it's probably both. Because that's what I'm saying. I I was making mistakes early on the first few months, right? So I did a couple things. Literally, I did a couple of things uh, that weren't great, and I felt really bad about one of them. And from that point on, the relationship went from her feel, or I guess me, playing from behind, always having some shit over my head, and her always trying to ice me out or blame me and kind of have me in that what is it the doghouse or some shit um so that's when it just stopped being fun but i cared about the person because like i said through my folly my mistakes i realized like this isn't somebody i wanted to make mistakes with you know i learned early on but she stayed in the same pattern of you know just mistreating me so that's been the deficit of trust that i've experienced and let me ask let me ask you this. What is it what is your honest reason why now that you do not want to trans transition out of this relationship? Why haven't I? Yeah, why what's what's your honest reason as to why you haven't left um, yet? Truthfully, I thought this was somebody that uh I was gonna work it out with or it would end up with, um, and I didn't wanna be ignorant to that. Um at this point, mm-hmm. it's what we're talking about now. I mean, I think that this is truly may just be the devil because nothing makes sense. It's not rational. She's, you know, um, she's only interested in trying to, you know, fuck up my day. So it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But um, trust is important. And I mean, I, I don't think it's good character for adults when you're burned to not be able to recover or restore um, for myself, I'm starting to see the power in just being able to fix fix it. Um, I don't have a lot of, I don't have broken relationships around me. Um, nobody and nothing has ever been that difficult in life to where it can't be fixed. That's how I know things are wrong. Got you. I got you. But, um, on psychology today, um, there's a couple interesting tidbits. Um, you know, before we get into that, though, um, and sign off and everything, do you think that the human capacity for trust is one that can grow? Or do you think that it's finite? 
Hmm. It can probably grow, but the way that people are, like people, you know, what's so crazy. I've always been a people person, but then I realized like dealing with people makes you not want to, you know, deal with them, how shicey people can be adults, adults, you know? So again, I think it's easy, but I think people need to realize like always trying to hold somebody, something over somebody's head, you know, and then you wonder why that person cheats on you. A lot of times I realize as well, people don't like starting over, you know, that's why they stay with the same thing. So it's it's tricky. It's like, you want to be able to be with someone who just gets it. And it's like, I think we all are, honestly, we all honestly want the same thing, but is it really that hard to come by and actually get it? Well, it, it shouldn't be like, we all want honesty, loyalty, respect, trust, and great communication, right? So why is that so hard to get? Is counseling, does counseling not help people to get to where they need to go? That's a great point. That's a great point. I mean, I look I, at I'm that. Down there. This relationship caused me to seek help. And um, I definitely understand that it's very simple, like you just said. Uh, people mistreat you because you're loud. Uh, it really is as simple as that. If somebody wants to be a part of your life or you want to be a part of somebody's life, you you have to meet them halfway because that's what care is. Uh, when you don't have the desire to meet someone halfway, that's the red flag, the eyebrow raiser, uh, or the deal breaker uh, in a sense. Um, mm-hmm. You know, just being able to see that somebody, you can't expect greatness and give nothing. Um, that's irrational. Um, so the whole, I want you to be my ultimate soulmate, but we've got to take this out and this isn't allowed and we're confined. Like that's, a, that's just a recipe for disaster. That's looking for someone else. Mm-hmm. Um, and identifying that is just so strong, you know, cause I know myself, I've, I've just never experienced somebody not appreciating me. Um, I thought that was something only women experienced. Um, so that was just a game changer for me, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a lot of stuff that goes on both sides of the, you know, both sides of 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 of, of the fence and everything when it comes with men and women. And so, with that being said, you're like like Michael Jackson once said, the great Reverend Bishop. Michael Jackson said, you are not alone. Okay, so (laughs) that's my favorite song, honey. As soon as we get off this call, I'm about to go jump on it and listen to it. But it's like, with that being said, um, for him, for, for, for just in general, everybody suffers with something. We all go through some type of depression. Some are worse than others. You know, um, I, I want to just encourage you, Brian, and I'm serious when I say this. This is coming from 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 one person, one follower of Christ to the next. I mean, I don't know what your religion is, but I know you ain't worshiping trees or worshiping cats. So I think we're on the same mm-hmm. page, okay? But <laughs> I want you to honestly find that happiness. I was going to say joy, but joy only comes from the Lord. I want you to find that happiness. 
And if that happiness, even and sometimes the hardest thing to do is to walk away. I mean, hell, I don't want to show somebody my new titties every time I get in a relationship. <laughs> but sometimes it's what's necessary, right. right? But with that being said, with that being said, I want you to, and this is to anybody out there, okay? I'm not only speaking to this wonderful host. I'm talking to all 50,000 of you listeners because I know, Brian, you popping out here. I know you got a bunch of listeners out here, all right? Anybody out there who's, who's in a place where they're not honestly happy, I know there's no such thing as a perfect person, you know, and I know you're going to be going through things with people, but somebody once taught me the uh, key to when it comes with relationships are to figure out conflict resolution. How well does that person do with conflict resolution? Person can say, I'm sorry all day long, but are they going to keep on doing the same thing? There's some things that, that just, and this is just me speaking and I don't under, and, and again, y'all can agree to disagree with me. Y'all want to have a conversation. We could talk more about it in my DMS. I don't care, but I have an issue when I come across people who sit here, curse each other out and they go back to being happily married again. You just cursed me out. Mm-hmm. Why, why are we still even in this type of relationship? But somebody told me, they said, well, Kendra, you know, if you've been married for 15 years, What's that supposed to mean? But then again, you know, people are like, well, Kendra, if you feel this way, just don't get married. I said, no, I feel like I want to get married. I want to be able to live happily ever after. I want somebody to adopt my this cat. Like, I want this somebody to be the stepdad to this to this cat, the one that says meow. Uh, anyway, so I want that. I want. I really do want all that. But I want to be able to be with with somebody who, if we have an argument. You know, you ain't punching holes in the wall. I'm not sitting here. Have Amen. you ever had a woman try to key up your car? I I believe Ooh. I believe so. Have you have you have you had a woman? Um, what what was the worst thing a woman's Stand ever done me. to you when she was angry with you? <laughs> I promise you, I have some. I have dramatic, traumatic things that have happened. Um, I I'm ashamed. Um, no, don't be ashamed. There's no, don't be ashamed. It, this is not no. This is being really discuss it. I have been stuck before. Um, I've been stabbed before. Oh no. Um, uh, do you okay. want me? Do you want me to okay. off her? You want to? You want to talk about it after we get off the phone? You want to? You send me her address. I'll go ahead and handle her. May peace. I've made peace because uh, that's what that's what this uh, situation has uh, taught me. Um, life has taught me to mistreat someone, a child of God. Uh, it does not go unpunished. And um, just like myself, uh, I have the same responsibilities as anyone else. And that's being good to all. And when you miss that or when you see someone that can't get that lesson, it is difficult to watch. But that's what keeps me encouraged is that I know that with this evil demon, (laughs) I've tried as much as I can. I've been as kind and as patient as anyone uh, could imagine and I feel bad for her because she's made me better for if not just someone else everyone else so it's just it's just interesting uh, when you don't appreciate someone how it can really um, affect things you might you might feel that you're unaffected but to lose out on something like that it's just interesting because maybe I'm not what she desires mm-hmm. I'm not enough um, you know I'm not what she wants um, but to try to mistreat me as if there's something wrong with me for that reason as well. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And and what I would suggest to anybody, I've told people this, and they were, I guess, because they were just, you know, uh, they couldn't do it. I'm like, but guys, it's possible. Take away until you can get to that point where you are. Because I always been told, you know, when a person shows you who they are the first time, believe them. Uh, best thing to do: take away the f- act of having any forms of relations with them. Tell you, man, you want to really hurt somebody. You might be, you think you might be hurting yourself. No, you're not. That's what that's what you got. You know, your hands and other toys and blow up dolls, <laughs> all that <laughs> other type of good stuff. Yeah. Stop. But- having that, sex that, with these people you're making them because I'm, I'm telling you man sex and I'm not talking about you I'm talking about anybody yeah. out there if yeah. if you want you take away that that part you know that type of feeling from that they're like bro like no I'm not going I'm cool I'm in this room you in that room I'm good I'm but, great you know, that's what got, got me to trust those that I realized that you know that might be a good strategy for a woman to try to exert some kind of control but in an environment where it's fair, where it's not appropriate or needed for that, it just, it really highlights, you know, maybe how far off things truly are, if that makes sense. Because mm-hmm. I get it. A woman might need, I, I can see it. And it's devastating when you see a woman having to slow down because she's giving up too much sex or she's seeing how the sex affects men around her. And it's it's hard to watch, but I mean, that's a different situation than a man who's giving to you freely, openly, honestly, fairly, and you're just consumed in uh, your wrongdoing, uh, you know, or your 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 dimness from the light. But absolutely. Um, before we sign off, do you have any social media that you want to share? Of course I do. All right, guys, please, please, please uh, follow me, Idolize Dynasty on Instagram. It's I D O. L-I-Z-E-D-Y-N-A-S-T-Y. YouTube is Kendra Crump and it's K-Y-N-D-R-A space people space. C-R-U-M as in Mary P's and Paul. So K-Y-N-D-R-A C-R-U-M-P. I got 1.35K subscribers. I just checked. It keeps the numbers keep going up and up and up. I need y'all to subscribe. I put my skits. I put my podcast. I make people laugh. You know, holler me in my DMs, man. I'm friendly. Now, don't come at me with that foo-foo type mess, okay? Because it's going to be seen every time. You're going to be having a conversation with yourself, okay? That's all I'll say about that. <laughs> She's uh, incredible. Follow her on IG. Um, you already know where to get me. Um Check me out on SoundCloud at Chubby Idris Elba. Um, I just dropped the Hit It Forever mixtape. Um, don't worry, the work gets better. Uh, catch me on Twitter, Facebook, Snapchat. Uh, catch me on um, TikTok. And, and that is, again, at Chubby Idris Elba. And until the next episode. <laughs>